0: future is now and it's podcasting the future is now and knowledge is power
1: so i'm just gonna jump in like i, I don't know what do you want to talk about like for let's, the like, um, we get to sit here and talk for an hour i'm sure let's
0: not. um why don't we just pick up that conversation we were having pick up the conversation yeah on uh yeah your statement was that uh the podcasting community is yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> your, we'll talk about it. we'll just we'll just have the dialogue back and forth and Hey everybody, this is Ken and Matt, and this is like episode 11 of the Midlife Pivot podcast. It, it, it's an episode, I don't know what number we on. It's like 11 or, it's like 10 or 11, right? Could be. It's been a minute since we've been in the booth. Yeah. Why do you think that is, Matt? Um, tell us, tell us the reason why. Well, tell us the reason, the reason why you and I haven't been in the booth.
0: Uh, the reason why is uh, we, uh, we were afraid to make a commitment. We are... Uh, we don't believe in ourselves. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, life is busy. Life is busy. <laughs> yeah, We've both been kind of going through it. We have basically two 50-year-old men that are trying to figure out our, our way in this world. What are we going to be when we grow up? Still trying to figure that out. I know I am. I know you are. Anyway, what we've been doing this morning is like how we spend a lot of our time, and that's just kind of dialoguing and... Well, what are our next steps with the different things that we want to do? Like kind of like with the last half of our lives, I know for me personally, it ultimately comes down to using the other side of my brain that I have not used You know, professionally. I've always spent so much time either being an army guy or being an accountant that none of that even seems appealing to me anymore. And I just, I just want to spend more time in art music or anything that I can kind of create. Matt, w- w- what would you say to that same question? What do you want to spend your time doing this uh, last half. Yeah. I, I like the idea of, of, creating, I was, um, actually
0: just kind of taking stock of things and you know, what, what kind of Mark do I want to leave? You know what, you know, where your legacy? Yeah. What's my legacy? I do I don't know what the legacy is. I just, I do want to leave something, something that that
1: exists beyond after my time. We have a lot of things that we put on our plate to kind of do, everything from the studio and uh, producing garments, garments, producing
0: t-shirts, designs, t-shirt designs, and, uh, art. and wall murals, art, wall murals.
1: <laughs> yeah, all kinds of stuff. I'd, Photography.
0: Oh yeah, and then the, yeah. The photography.
1: There's really There's videography, videography, and really just kind of creating, and then figuring out a way what makes most sense to monetize it, knowing that from an altruistic standpoint that I don't really care about money. I never, never really have. Yeah, just need enough to eat on, and right, not to man? sound like anybody else that's like just wants to make all the money to give it away. But I, I, I do I want to make all the money in the world just to give it away to the right people. But I, I, but I think that can come off as being very altruistic. And I don't, I don't know if that's really the game plan. Do you think, um, am I using the word right? First off, I think I am.
0: No, I I don't think you mean it's because I I think generally altruistic seems like a good thing.
1: I think it is right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's more in lines of, uh,
1: you're not in it for the money. No, I'm in in it for the, just the, the idea of doing it. I, I know why now I've always done those things, but whereas I didn't before, right based on really just having a more firmer, deeper sense of an understanding as to who I am, <laughs> right? Which, we, which has been really what that midlife pivot's been all about, right? At least this, this chapter of it has been for you. How many chapters are we in? Uh, I don't know. Almost as many episodes I mean, yeah. as we have the podcast, I think. Yeah, I think because every right. every
0: episode is a is a new Ken. <clears throat> it's a new well,
1: Ken. Here's the real, I mean, we know, you and I have talked about this, and this is on a personal level, like. The, this can is the sober can, right. uh, I gotta be, I gotta own that. Right. Right. Might as well own it here. Just like I've owned it in the office. You and I have talked about that. And that over like the last four years for all practical purposes, I haven't, I haven't been sober. Not that I've been a drinker cause I don't drink, I don't do any hard drugs, but I have, I have used marijuana a lot and it got really bad and I had to own it. It's literally, the, it's literally <laughs> they're hitting the proverbial rock bottom, which it, it, it was a soft rock bottom for me, just because like I've built a lot of systems, I think in place to keep me protected. Right. Also you,
0: you have been surrounding yourself with people who truly care about you. So hitting that rock, there was, there were people there to catch you.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I thank you for that. You've been a oh, I was bestie, I was referring to to your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like the, end 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 end. the other daughters are just pains in the asses. As well the other day, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to work them, get them off my phone bill. But I appreciate you saying that. Anyway, so yeah, but I mean, I think for you know the larger sense of everything that we've created up to this point, I think if we were to look back and listen to each one of those episodes up till now, it might be hard to really figure out like what exactly we're trying to do. For me, you know, I want to I want to create a legacy for both of us, right? And that starts with, like, Studio Udio. In case anybody's wanting to know what that is, we believe that, really, podcasting is a mechanism for people to share their story with having 7 billion people on the planet, plus or minus, that there should be more than enough room for everyone to have their own audience if they're choosing, really, if they have something compelling and stories they want to tell. And then, also, like we were talking about, you know, before this, that I kind of have a feeling that like podcasting is a, there's a lot of gatekeeping in a way and it might sound silly to me, weird to say that, but I think it's because there's always this power of like, Hey, I've figured it out. And now if I want you to be on my podcast, you know, you need to bring more value to me before I give you any of my value. It's kind of like that clout, like who has the clout, who has the, why are people going to the podcast to listen? Are they listening to Ken or are they listening to Ken and Matt or, are they, Matt, or, are they, or they listen to Matt or they listen to whoever they're listening to ring on the weekly guest, the weekly guest right. is everybody just ultimately trying to be Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson. For those that are my age, Matt's age, are they trying to be Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon? You know, ultimately that's what they're trying. That's I think in in the generic, a podcast is nothing more than your talk show, your talk show host, and the entertainment that it provides. And anyway, Studio Udio, the intent really is to streamline and to simplify and provide access in an easy way, so people can come in and just record and like share their share their goods. You know, right, right, right. What do you think, man? I think. I think that's it. Yeah. We've,
0: we've, you know, we've done the, the heavy lifting part. We've built the studio. We figured it out. Uh, we even figured out how to uh, put it online and make it available for people to listen
1: to. And I, and I think what we would like to do is be able to have other people come in here, record their content. You know, we can host it. We can talk about them and essentially give them the e give them the hard part because ultimately not it, it, not every creative influence has to be able to figure out also how to, you know, build the studio, what kind of mics to buy, what's the recording equipment look like, you know, wh- what are the platforms, how do you build all that structure, the infrastructure, right? Yeah. yeah. We figured that out. It wasn't hard. It just takes time and a little bit of, you know, trial and error and like, let's give it a shot. Let's try it. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like we're on a better footing to lean forward into that now than we were before. What do you think? Yes. Yes.
0: Now, now, now our biggest problem is, um, putting our butts in the seat in front of these mics and actually recording.
1: And that's been, that's a, uh, we talked you talked about the beginning where it's like, Hey, we don't think that much of ourselves enough to be able to do this. And even though with the 10, ep- 10 episodes that we've had thus far, I mean, there's been a few listens, at least. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's at least an audience that's probably waiting for me to publish another podcast based on my TikTok, you know, people, which I've probably stayed a little bit more away from in the last month just because of this process of the personal midlife pivot for me. It's like you you start to figure things out, and you you become. I've become incredibly protective of of what my identity is now that I know who I am. It's a really weird feeling to be honest.
0: Well, sometimes it's it's a weird feeling to be honest with yourself.
1: It took a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, it really did take a lot for me to do that. I, because for me it ultimately came down to really taking a firm stock of what I was doing. And in truth, like I said, I think I told, I don't know if I told you this or not, but like one of the, the that bottom end, right? I'm, I'm sitting in a public park with my dog and my truck. And it, it, we're not, we're not doing it. I'm just sitting there getting stoned out of my mind, right? waiting to take my dog for a walk, but spending, you know, 40 minutes on a walk with a dog, but the three hours before then and the three hours after then, So it's basically a six and a half hour adventure where I'm just sitting in a public park in my truck smoking. Like that's just asking for, it's asking for catastrophe is what it's asking for. Yeah. Really? You know what I mean? And so you, you can't do that. And have any level of connection to who you are as a human being. And I, th- and honestly, the crazy part is that, you know, since I stopped, like there's only been one time where I've had like even a craving and it's been almost a month now. All right. It was like, yeah. okay, the sixth was a Sunday, seventh, eighth, ninth, the 10th was the last day that I smoked. And so today's the, almost the end of November. We're getting close right, to right. the 30th and, I, and I've been clean. So that, all of that stuff's pretty much out of my system now, but I got it, <laughs> the only craving I had is because I saw a TikTok video of this girl eating an edible <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? Edibles really are kind of fun and like, um, they're a little uncontrollable though. I don't, I don't know what your experience is with edibles, but for me. If I have two or three edible edibles, I mean, that who knows where I can end up. It's a little bit. Uh, for me, even one, you know, half a one and I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm out.
0: Really? Yeah. Ah. It's, uh, I have never been able to, I guess, enjoy, enjoy, mar- an edible, in, in, yeah, enjoy marijuana in general. It just, it like it put you out. just makes me sick. Sick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How so? Uh, vertigo, you know. Heels coming up over the back of my head type of spinning.
1: No kidding. Yep. Wow. I like, I think for me when I first started, you know, and kind of about that, how that came about is that, you know, I had retired from, I'd retired from the military in January of 18. And my neighbor across the street is a Vietnam, Vietnam vet guy. And he is a daily, daily smoker all the time. Sun up, sun down. That's all he's doing. He's retired. And, um, he and I got into a conversation about one of the other neighbors who happened to be Vietnamese, you know, so he's a Vietnam vet. His, his next door neighbor is a, is Vietnamese and oftentimes is seen during the summer wearing those Vietnamese China hats, Yeah, the rice hats, the rice hats, you know what I mean? And so I one time asked him like, you know, like, Hey Bob, how do you, what are you doing to. Cope like it's been. He did two back-to-back tours in Vietnam, and I, you know, I just want to know like how, how have you coped? Because to me, I was already starting to feel like I was not coping very well. I spent twenty-seven and a half years wearing a uniform of one type or another, and then I abruptly retired because that's just my nature. I didn't know why I did it then, but now I know why. Anyway, that's when he got kind of turned me on to it and it literally ignited essentially um a very creative period of my life but also a period of my life where i felt like i had to escape and run and get away from like just feeling and then but you know like the side note is that you know I create there's a lot of stuff that i created along the way i mean i built a bar restaurant i borrowed bought a bunch of businesses, you know, and sold some, lost some, like the whole the whole gambit. The whole thing has been it's been a it's been a, <laughs> yeah. it's been a rocket <laughs> ride. It has been a serious rocket ride, but you know, the the crazy part is that I think about a lot of the of dam- the relationships that have been damaged because of that. You know, because either not being in the frame rate right, right frame of mind or not um just not having the compassion, I think, that I would normally have. The patience you know and I still struggle with it sometimes even now but I think it really altered I, I, I want to say it was good and bad it was just really a 55th but that's the duality of man everything there's yin yang black white good bad it, it's, yeah. it's it's pervasive so, you know, every yeah. bad thing you can find something good you just have to look for it when it's really evil you know what I mean and I think for me this was about that like just really coming full circle and understanding okay hey you know, understanding where the childhood trauma was, what that reflects and how I project that as an adult and owning it. And then ultimately stripping away all the layers and layers and layers. And then prior to essentially the sobering event, you know, is coming to the realization that my brain is just different and always has been different. We've talked about the my thoughts on autism. Yeah, yeah. And I've taken all the I've taken all like the self-diagnoses tests that are out there, like the RADS are and the EQ and the AQ and all those, and like every single one of them, the the scores are a little bit like high. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to say it other than just just. Like every one of them's like, yes, that's, this is probably what you're dealing with, which is, would be absolutely unbelievable, especially to my ex-wife since she would never believe that knowing that her son is diagnosed, but well, that's where we are. I have a neuro, I have a neurodivergent. She's not, and that's okay. It's not a big deal, but yeah, it's just where we're at. All right. So where do we go from there?
0: Well, here's what I'm going to say. I I, know. Our, right? our pot, the, the midlife pivot is, is, but we have, we have two reasons we do this. Tell me what they are. one is to just to have a a venue to talk back and forth. Right. And maybe share some knowledge with someone else.
1: Well, you and I have had a thousand and one rich conversations that, that haven't been recorded.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we, we, we suddenly get very, very dumb in front of
1: microphones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was searching for the right word and it's dumb. We get dumb. Is it
1: dumb? You think it is? Yeah. Why do you think it's
0: dumb? No, We we become dumb as when we sit in front of this microphone. Uh, When we're out in the office talking and pacing around the room, we have these, so many great ideas.
1: We have a lot of, yeah, I would agree with that. And
0: then we sit here and we just don't know what to say, but the second side, the second prong of the reason we do this is more is a proof of concept that anybody could sit down and make a podcast. And it't doesn't have to be about your midlife pivot. It could be about your passion,
1: what you feel strong about. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean I, I think the, um, the, the, the real truth and I think this is the thing that people run into, when they start a podcast, right? And this is kind of that barrier. It's an imperceivable barrier that people will run into that they don't realize, i.e. they make a decision at the beginning to say, hey, this is what this podcast is going to be about. Our midlife pivot, right? And then they get to a point where either A, they realize the information is so incredibly personal that it may be difficult to share. And also, there may just not be as much depth as they think right they and they, they run out of right they, they run for 45 minutes and speak and then, their entire uh, depth of right. the bucket's empty now The entire 10 episodes is condensed down into a 45 45 minute and we've seen that yeah we've it's condensed done it. Down yeah. Into a 45 minute spiel and then it's like well now what do we talk about And I think how we work around the work around is the diligence of getting in the booth every single day and just talking and sharing our conversations. And I think that's what directionally you and I just need to do every single day. Yes. There's also,
0: Uh you know, there's also um, an an illusion. Yes. I think that it is out with successful or popular podcasts and it usually involves a, a celebrity of some type. Yeah, uh, yes. If you if you think about the, the pod, if you if you try to name a podcast off the top of your head, it's going to be someone who was in the entertainment business prior to having a podcast.
1: Somebody that was already had public notoriety,
0: public or either public notoriety, but they but what they do have is experience in sitting in front of people or in a microphone or a camera, and and speaking. Or sharing, which most people don't have most, that, most, most are really uncomfortable. Uh, your, your day-to-day person does not have that experience, but if you think of, of the podcast that you listen to, they are extensions of that person's, all, um, their career already, whether it's a comedian who has a podcast, yes. a s- entertainer, even a, you know, talk show, whatever. This is just an extension of what they're already doing, right? So, for someone like you, me, or our listeners, who's this guy? Yeah, it's these it, guys it, are it, bad Well, Good but line. yeah, but it's different. It's it's not your normal thing. It's not what you do.
1: Literally, two barrels of monkeys,
0: right? you and I. So that there, there is that 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 fear of the unknown. That 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 may be the hardest part about about making and producing continually producing a podcast
1: i think what we i think you and i where we've struggled is that we've ran into those barriers right and and we've hit and it's been almost a full stop like like we've just walked into the we've walked upon like certain death and it's silly because at the end of the day it's literally just you and i we're gonna post this And we're we're gonna we're gonna it's like a it's like a missile it's a fire and forget missile we're gonna send it out into the stratosphere and we're gonna see what happens you know right and see what splashes but I think if we continue to demonstrate going back to your original point though this has every bit been a proof of concept can we do it and if we can do it. Anyone can do it. You can do it. <laughs> that's like from <laughs> You can
0: do, do it, it. Yeah. But yeah, but but that's truthful. That's truthful. Right, if yeah. because we have our only motivation to sit in front of these microphones to do it is to do it. We I don't think, have there's nothing
1: I think also we spend a lot of time like, you know, thinking about you know, from a business standpoint, like how are we how is this gonna get monetized? How are we going to become wildly successful by sharing the content that's inside of our brain. There is no question in my mind if you were to literally like open up both of our skulls, right. (laughs) And like put all that information in a, in a, uh, in a tapestry, an array of like, here's, you know, storylines and information that there would be enough there that people like, you know what, I'm going to listen to these two. And I think we show it can be done we tell people how it can be done and then we ultimately promote it. And that's ultimately what Studio Udio is about, I think, providing the access, telling our little quippy stories about who we are and just kind of letting it rip and just bringing people on and saying, hey, we get to the point where we bring people on and we talk to them about what's going on in their lives. I mean, it's not like there isn't you look at the last couple of years now, there's a lot of stuff that people could talk about, you know, whether it's just the, you know, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. And politics, even pandemic, education <laughs> uh, that it goes on and on. You know what I mean? And the opinions can be varied and, um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, but maybe, uh, how, how uh, are we it, doing on this it, podcast? This podcast feels pretty good. It, it
0: does. And you know, it, uh, but a podcast doesn't have to be that heavy with politics, religion, pandemic.
1: No, and I don't think any. That's the other thing, right? If you start a podcast on like, hey, we're going to talk about, um, I don't know, like uh, something I see a lot on TikTok is like narcissistic abuse cycles, right? Between interpersonal relationships between men and women, men and men, women and women, whatever, right? There's a lot of talk about that. I've seen creators that have built platforms centered around a specific niche, because that's kind of what that platform demands. It wants you to be very siloed. It wants you to be very one trick pony. It's difficult to maintain that level of like content sadness, uh, it's, it's also I, you know well, what I mean? Like, you, like how do you, true, like, how, so, do you but, how do you stay sad for eight months?
0: Yeah. Like, but it, but it still doesn't have to be that it'd be about, um. Well, I really love these travel travel mugs, these Contigo travel mugs, yeah. and I've got six of them, <laughs> and I, I keep buying them. <laughs> yeah. But but I like them for
1: the shape; they feel Do nice. You wash them out though—that's the bigger thing. Because usually, when I buy a Contigo thing, I use, it's a one-and-done deal. I buy it, I'm excited about it, and the next thing you know, four months later, it's got old, moldy coffee in it. I'm pretty sure I have a Yeti inside my truck that exactly fits that bill.
0: Yeah. Well. It is what it is, and 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 yes, I do wash them out. Anyway, talk about your
1: contigo. But but
0: that that could that that could be my next podcast. Is my obsession with contigo? My obsession with contigo. Yeah, yeah. Or whether it's not that. My obsession could be my
1: obsession could be all the great crazy ideas that I want to do. Like I just there's just there's so much now that I've kind of made the commitment to myself of like exploring. Which side is it—the right side or left side brain that deals with art? Yeah, uh, we'll is say right side and uh, the art, the art side of my brain. That's the yeah. side of my brain that I only want to mess with. I, like I don't want to, I don't want to mess with finances and numbers and accounting and business development and all the all the all the hard skills that I acquired or acquired over a professional career. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to think about that stuff. I I just know what I think. I just have a gut feeling of what I think currently works, you know, from a business standpoint and then, but now I just want to tinker, I want to play, I want to, um, I want to build like model train tracks, you know, like I want to build a little cityscape with a model train track inside of my basement. Like those are the kind of like toyish things that I want to do that I didn't get to do as a child now that I have got. Well, I don't technically have any money, but I am mean, okay. <laughs> Goodbye. But like, you know, like eventually, when I actually do make money again, because I've had cycles where I've been poor and I've been rich and poor and rich, poor and rich, and now I'm just on the bottom end of the cycle where I've been poor after a pandemic, right? And it, it is okay. I don't care. I need or want for nothing. In fact, it wasn't that long ago. How many, how many months ago did I throw all my stuff away? Yeah. <laughs> That's a part of the crazy part of working with Ken is that sometimes we end up doing things like, hey, let's run a dumpster and throw away literally all of my worldly possessions because I don't care about it anymore. But the beauty of that is that it's given me a, a, a remarkable sense of, reset, uh, of resetting. Like just like almost a c- control, alt delete, scrape away all the old. And now everything that I have is the stuff that I want not the stuff that I necessarily I mean the stuff I need you know but
0: right you have uh you've, you've you kept the true treasures
1: I have an air fryer and for everything else can fuck off that's the way <laughs> <I> <laughs> so what, uh, what kind of air fryer did you get I don't know I got it from Costco uh, yeah. it was like 39 yeah. and I'm gonna tell you right now if you use an if you haven't used an air fryer to make a 16 ounce ribeye you have not you have not Um, live jet and all you need is to get some disposable aluminum trays. Like, you know, you like, uh, like you like a pie tray, yeah. the rectangle ones and make sure your air fryer can accommodate it. And so you don't have to clean your air fryer. You just use that, put the steak in there, cook it for 400 degrees at like, I don't know. Depends on how well you like it done. Yeah. Me personally, when I cook my own steaks, I tend to overcook them just because I want them to be more done. Yeah. Um, but, hey, I'm right now <laughs> yeah. Four tabs of butter Some seasoning And I'm going to tell you right That is money in the bank
0: Alright, so from what I can gather Then you have a front load air fryer I have a front Open, open like an yes, oven
1: door It opens up Well, it's like got like a handle And you pull it out Like horizontally out From the front of it Okay, and then it has a basket that's a basket, yeah okay. A back set I think <laughs> there's a show that I said that where, Like They kept saying basket But they kept saying back set Versus back set. basket No forget what show that is. I don't know. Side note. <laughs> but anyway, that getting back to that point where I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna get rid of all my stuff. And I don't need anything else. And or my my affection for writing on the walls, like I like to write on the walls from a from a, um, a note taking standpoint, if you look looking to be going to you, you know, you know, yeah, you know, the crazy pants stuff that I do, I tend kind of like to write on the walls inside the house because I'm going to repaint the walls anyway, and i haven't fully settled on the paint, even though I've even though I bought like 19 different color variations of it, ah, so
0: just mix them all the together.
1: Process. Mix them all together, and you get a nice brown. But uh, now <laughs> that we know how to do murals, right? Like that uh, might be something that we could do on the inside. And all uh, we, we, we
0: have a uh, a working understanding yeah, working, of the no, process we we have, um, the, of so the is, process in order to process is
1: just learning the process <laughs> and then doing it, <laughs> and then we become experts. <laughs> right? okay, okay, well. We're both our guys. Yeah. This should not, these are things that should not be hard. Oh, they're not
0: hard. It's just, I mean? uh, it's, it's for that side of the brain, what we need is that spark, that inspiration, that, that, some, that kick in the ass to get you moving on it. That's what, that's what don't we like. I with
1: that. Yeah. I agree. I, I think that when you, when, when you have that spark, you can't not do it. Well, and I think, you know, the crazy part about all of this is that. You know, I feel like in the last, for the last four years where I've spent a lot of time using, right, and I say using in a serious tone, and I'm not trying to downplay marijuana, but it is using, it's an addiction, right? And there were moments and times where I felt incredibly, incredibly creative, but it was almost so um, rigid. It's like forced rigid creativity where it's like this is the idea this is what absolutely has to happen and there is no going back you know I mean? it was just there was not a lot of flexibility I felt like it mental mentally thinking about it and now now where you're not i don't need i don't there's not a requirement to be stoned in order to be able to make something or create something or come up with an idea And even talking about Studio Udio and thinking about what we need to do to make this a viable business, you know, that discovery process for me in terms of like what I think our next steps really are, you know, necessarily alliterate here, but that was, I came up with that when I was sober. You know what I mean? And so that was kind of like the door slam of that part of my life where I realized that's not something I need. I've always been creative. What I was trying to do was just trying to run away from my own trauma and trying to feel like a good human without really knowing who I was. So, I mean, we covered a lot of areas on this map, don't you think? We we have, yeah. Now what uh, we can do? Now, now
0: we got to. We gotta publish it, huh? We gotta publish it. We gotta get off our. We have to. That's what's okay. actually the publishing is the easy part. The for, for me, it's the easy part because I just need to edit it. How much
1: editing do we really need to it. do? How much, how much? editing do we really need to do? I mean, do you think we really need to edit much? Um, with this one, what do you think about this one? What do you this, one do this one. This one seems. Th- on this
0: one seems pretty tight. I don't think. Uh, you know, I think we're just going to. Uh, I'll chop off some of that, that first part because we recorded for about 20 minutes before we were actually speaking about anything.
1: Doing a lot of rehearsal Coherent, yeah. Not, a, but that, that was actually a good exercise. I thought that was –
0: I was thinking to myself, too, <laughs> that kind of having, having you out. read those. Yeah. This is just jumping right into right. it. Right. You know, having you read two sheets of, um, of promotional literature really helped loosen your uh, – the
1: jaw and uh, it got, it got us talking back and forth a little more, a little more natural, I think, Yeah, versus just jumping in here and feeling like this anxiety, like, Hey, we need to cover a lot of really,
0: we have to have a subject and we have to have 20 minutes of conversation back and forth about said subject.
1: Here's the thing about podcasts. And I think this is something that could be shared with people. And I think most podcasts have a very defined structure, right? Bring people on, introduce them, talk about what they're going to talk about, you know, open basically here's your intro here's your body here's your conclusion and ours has been a lot more has been more um more free to navigate you know what i mean it's like getting in a boat and driving around a lake you know most people think their podcast should be from this side to that side you know we kind of like to go around a little bit yeah explore because there's no rules there it's my it's our podcast and we're going to cry if we want to I I have it's I have a podcast. you know we'll and we we'll cry if we want to we'll we want.
0: I listen to a a comedian who has a podcast oh, really? and she and, uh Kathleen Madigan. Oh, I don't know who that. I've been to, but I don't know who it is. Uh, but, but anyway, well, her 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 format is basically she comes on, she talks about her her shows. Whereas, you know, her, cause she's a touring comedian, mm-hmm. but she'll talk about uh, interesting things or interactions with her fans she's had during the week. Um, then she answers some mail. She tries, um, a couple,
1: <laughs> I need help answering my mail.
0: Yeah. She tries a couple <laughs> snacks that, uh, she gets turned on to depending on where she's or where she's been performing at and right, right. whether it's snacks, beer or uh, whiskey. And uh, she goes through a couple um, news headlines and has a gut reaction to the ridiculousness of the world, and that's that's the end of it. That's
1: that's her, that's her entire podcast. that's her entire
0: podcast. And she does, I think she does this weekly, if not
1: every day. I think I think our game plan, honestly, is that as long as you and I are fighting to survive, like we are, and you and I both know what we're talking about. That our tails should be in this booth every single day. All right, well, even it. if we if we don't know what we're and talking about, really we have an opinion on something we we'd to like to our talk our about. We and we need to really just get our hands dirty and we'll All start right, And we'll and just, just start, start arguing. That. We're going we to argue now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean we can <laughs> argue <laughs> and crazy ratings? Saying crazy things <laughs> makes ratings. You know what I mean? Like, do you do you want a hot take? Here's my hot take: is that I think Twitter is absolutely garbage. And you want to know why? Because I think Twitter is only used by people that want to hear themselves speak because they have 144 characters to say something crazy or whatever. I just never have never really bought into it. I don't get it. Is it because I'm 50? Am I like everybody else that's 50? Do Does anybody else care about Twitter, though? I don't care about it. I really All this stuff with Elon and buying it and, like, I would, do you have any opinion on it?
0: Um, I think... Twitter has its place and it's not it's not an entertainment it's a it's a quick burst news it's a quick burst it's a headline it's a series of headlines the
1: crazy part what I always feel like though is that it is 144 characters 144 characters I've curated it's 144 character or curated 144 Characters of curated content. All
0: right, but that's where I think that's where it's wrong. It shouldn't be cured it's it's a spur of the moment thing. I it
1: should be a spur of the moment.
0: I use I use Twitter if I'm if I'm not at a hockey game, I get updates of the hockey game on my Twitter feed. That's what I that's what I look at it for. I want to see where they at in the period and who's who just scored. I've
1: never found a mechanism. I've never found what I I don't I don't know what to use. Maybe I'm missing the bus on this. I'm going to be one of these guys that five years from now goes, man, Twitter, Twitter is the best cool. thing. Uh, there he goes. If you guys ever heard of Twitter, Twitter it's super cool.
0: You'll 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 get it. You'll you'll find your niche on Twitter about about ends. two weeks before it cl- <laughs> shuts its doors.
1: I'm just <laughs> <something to> <laughs> some sort of catastrophe. Some sort of catastrophe. Like like anybody that you, anybody that uses Twitter hates babies. I mean, that's my hot take. <laughs>
0: I I think it has a purpose but um, in most
1: cases it's not used for that purpose or at least in my opinion I think when it comes to social media anyway as a general whole I, I, I am seeing less and less utility in the grand scheme of things just because there's so much happening in the here and now like as an example like I go to the same park to walk the dog every single day right and I, like a few weeks ago, I ended up seeing essentially a swarm of birds, right? And this swarm of birds, like to see them fly in and to land on like essentially a grassy knoll. And I, every time I say grassy knoll, I really oh, right. think yeah. of Dealey yeah. over- Plaza, oh, Plaza in of yeah. like right. I, but I just feel like that has that for us, you know. <laughs> Anyway, these birds like swarm and land in such an orchestrated fashion that you just don't know really who's leading it. And then just within an instant, they take off. That to me is the beauty of life. That to me is where we should be existing because if you were to take this, if you were to take my phone and give it to a human being that had never ever seen a phone before, or used a phone before, or even much have any awareness of the content of the apps and what they do, they wouldn't see a lot of utility in it. Oh, you mean this is where you get all your information from? This is is who's telling you how to feel? You know? Like, I've had that happen to me, where I get onto a platform, and then I become upset. And then I was like, what am I getting upset about? This is coming from a two and a half inch by four and a half inch device that requires electrical battery power to continue its life cycle. If i stop charging it and just let it die, how much of my life do I get back? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean yeah. Because you, you, you think, oh, the panic you feel when you, lose, when you misplace your phone, when you set your phone down you can't find it, that is not normal. That should not be part of our human existence to have a panic like that. To, oh my God, what do I do with my phone? Where I set it down at? Is it left unlocked? You know what I mean? Jesus. That's for people that have, you know, crazy stuff on their phone. I don't, you know, I've panicked in the same way that I panic if I feel like I've left the garage door open. Yeah, or okay. When I yeah. feel like my truck's locked, I gotta lock it 19 times. The one thing I don't like about my truck is that it feels like I gotta be right next to it in order to lock it. it I can't be across the parking lot yeah, you know, I can't be heading into Target with my truck being all the way up far north forty. You know. Uh, do you try holding it under your under your chin? I always do that <laughs> and I feel like that's probably <laughs> not healthy from it's like having a cell phone that's really not designed for humans. You know what I mean? Like putting the <laughs> putting the key fob next to your chin and <laughs> your head is probably let's see here, I'm just gonna use my head as a radiating antenna to help get yeah. longer covers to lock my truck. I think it's, <laughs> I think we've come a long way as far as humanity standpoint to, we should be better than that. Okay. Don't you think? I think with that, I think we're probably going to get a spot. I think, I think we're, right. yeah, I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, so, just so everybody knows both Matt and I greatly appreciate the listenership that people have already extended thus far. <laughs> we're small potatoes compared to most people that are producing podcasts, but we think we can change we honestly feel like we can change the way people consume content or produce content relative to podcasts. We want to provide access using Studio Audio as is really as our, our mechanism, and we greatly appreciate your time today. And uh, we're going to make sure that going forward we do this much more often and help you get to know who we are. And um, we wish you all the very best, and thank you so much for listening to, to The Midlife edit. Pivot. Brought to you by Studio (laughs) UDO.
0: Thanks a lot. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye.